What's good, Trifling Ones family? It's been a minute. Um, I left you with the last message talking about rest, and I've been trying to do just that, get some rest. But I realized something while I was on vacation. I was looking at pictures and realized that I have developed a gut. My midsection is getting a little rounder than it used to be. And I've never had a gut. I've, I've always had a six pack. And, and this is naturally without even having to try. No ab exercises, no special diet, just a six pack. But over time, y'all can't tell nobody this because this is between me and you. But the six pack has gone away. And I've been looking for it, but have been unable to find it. So now I'm working overtime to get back to what we could call fighting trim. This trifling one's family is an insecurity and I'm keenly aware of that. I have other insecurities as well, but I'm choosing to share this one today. In fact, I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're from, what you look like, how much money you have, what side of the tracks you're from. We all have insecurities. And sometimes not feeling good enough can get in the way of what God is trying to do in and through us. So today we're going to talk about I'm not good enough. Coming up next on the Triforce. All right, we're going to read Exodus chapter 4, verse 13. Exodus chapter 4, verse 13. And I'm going to read from the New International Version. And it says, But Moses said, O Lord, please send someone else to do it. Once again, it says, But Moses said, O Lord, please send someone else to do it. So we're here in chapter four of the book of Exodus, the second book of the Bible. And chapter four really is just a continuation of what's been taking place in chapter three. And in chapter three, Moses has been living away from his people. He grew up in Egypt. Um, he's built a family and God speaks to him through this burning bush that does not become devoured. The bush is burning, but nothing is happening to it. And here God gives Moses some marching orders. He gives him his assignment and his assignment is to go back to Egypt and to lead his people, the nation of Israel, out of bondage, out of slavery. So then when we get to chapter four, it opens up with Moses asking God a question. And he says, what if they don't believe me or listen to me? And then they say, the Lord did not appear to you. So Moses has been given an assignment by God, and he starts having doubt about his qualifications, his worth, whether they will accept, believe, or follow him. Moses' insecurities take hold, and he is saying literally, I'm not good enough. So there are two things we're going to take a look at, Trifling One's family. First of those is our human insecurities will strip us of divine value. 
our human insecurities will strip us of divine value. So verse 13 once again says, but Moses said, oh Lord, please send someone else to do it. So here Moses is trying to shift his divine assignment to somebody else. Folks are always saying, I don't want to miss my blessing. I don't want to block my blessings. But here Moses is like, nah, no, thank you, God. I'm good. I don't need this in my life. Now, God in chapter three and in the beginning of chapter four, he outlines what Moses is supposed to do. And Moses says, who am I that I should go before Pharaoh? And God responds, I'll be with you. Then Moses says, well, what if they ask who sent me in? And God responds, tell them, I am who I am. The people will follow you. And he says, and, and the Egyptians will not only let you leave, but in addition to that, they'll give you stuff that you need. And Moses says, what if they don't believe me? And God performs not one, but two miraculous signs in front of Moses. The first is that he changes his walking stick into a snake. And, and the second thing that he does is he tells Moses to stick his hand inside of his cloak. And when he pulls it out, it looks like it has leprosy, which was a disease back then, a debilitating disease back then. And then he changes his hand back to being normal. Then Moses says, I don't talk so good, God. And God responds by saying, your brother Aaron will speak on your behalf. Now, before we start tripping on Moses, have we ever doubted our ability to accomplish what God has placed for us? Moses may have been thinking about the fact that he, he wasn't worthy because in chapter two, he had committed murder and the whole reason why he isn't even with his people in Egypt is because he's a wanted man. Bottom line is that most times, our insecurities show us that we need and want validation from other people. Yeah, Moses kept thinking, but, but what about them? What are they going to think? How are they going to feel? He was looking for their validation. He's got the creator saying, I need you to do this and I'll equip you and I'll get this happening and I'll do this for you. And all Moses can think about is, but what about them? Some men have a hard time living their lives because they never received acceptance from their own fathers. So they struggle with the day. Some women can't have a decent relationship with a man for the same exact reason because they too have daddy issues. Some don't think they can accomplish anything because they're a non-traditional student. So they're team GED. So they're worried about what others think because they didn't get a high school diploma or, or because they don't have a college education. Others don't think they're worthy of a certain job that God has equipped them for because they don't have all the credentials that they say are required. So then we, we never try because we're not good enough. So our human insecurities will strip us of divine value. We'll forget about the value that God has placed in us because of our insecurities. But then our second point is our holy identity will secure our divine validation. Our holy identity will secure our divine 
validation. So hold on, before we start going in on Moses again, we, we got to recognize that he, he wasn't really wrong per se. This brother came from a blended family, like his family was, was all mixed up, right? He was an outsider in his own home. He, he, he wasn't fully Egyptian because of his nation of Israel roots, but he wasn't quite nation of Israel because he grew up in Pharaoh's house. And so he recognized this reality in that he wasn't equipped for the task ahead. But here it is. His reality was trumped by his relationship. See, it was his holy identity that secured divine validation. See, Moses didn't need their validation, all the folks that he was worried about and that he was thinking about. All he needed was to be assured of his relationship. His relationship with God gave him a whole nother identity that validates who he is and what he can do. So you may not have all of the qualifications. You, you may not come from the right family. You may have suffered physical or sexual abuse. You, you may have made horrific decisions that haunt you to this day. You may have gone through the divorce. You may have had an abortion. You may have done some time. You may, you may, you may, you may. You may. But today God says, go. Don't say no. Today God says, you're equipped. Don't say, what if they don't accept me? Today God says, I'll perform miracles through you. Don't say, please don't say, send somebody else. It's your mission. It's your purpose. It's your destiny. Our human insecurities will strip us of divine value. They will keep us from feeling valuable in God's plan. But remember, our holy identity will secure our divine validation. See, God is our true validation and our identity in him secures that. Listen to who he says you are. He makes you good enough for whatever he has planned for you. Heavenly Father, we come before you today to say that we all have insecurities. There are things about us that keep us from feeling confident in moving forward. Help us to be able to hear your voice and see your plan. We're asking, dear God, that you would not allow any insecurity to stand in the way or to strip us of our value in you. Rather remind us that our identity in you, our connection to you is what validates us through you. Praying right now that we would be maximized because of our relationship with you. Use us how you see fit and also allow us to recognize that the way that you see fit may not always line up with what we want. Finally, Lord, as always, we know that we've been trifling. We know that we've done some things wrong. We know that we continue to get things wrong, but we are sorry. Please forgive us, wipe us clean, make us ready, as always, to go back out into this cold, cruel world 
to be about your service and be about your plan. All of these things we ask in your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ's name we pray, and all of the Triton One said, Amen. Thank you.